Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, esteemed family, depending on wherever you are connected from. Welcome to Inspired by the World Global Times of Devotion. First of all, I'd like to use this opportunity to thank esteemed Amar for this opportunity leading the first session of intercessory prayers. Thank you so much, Ma. God bless you, and I love you so dearly. Esteemed family, we'll go ahead and intercede for the security agencies and military bodies of the various nations of the world. We pray for those in leadership, that the wisdom of God is continually at work in them, that those ones that are not saved be among them, even now, they receive salvation. Their hardened hearts are something to receive the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. We pray for the exposure of spies, men and women who have been paid to expose vital security of nations for evil and selfish purposes. That they are exposed. Their plans are exposed. Those who sense them are also exposed and their influence is slightly diminished. We pray and dispatch ministry angels to our various borders and boundaries that our nations are protected. We declare peace, salvation, and righteousness upon the nations of the world. Esteemed family, depending on wherever you are connected from, can you unmute your mic and intercede fervently? Ela é 
Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, sweet Holy Spirit, for another opportunity to intercede for the military bodies and security agencies of the various nations of the world. We pray for those in leadership, their leaders, that the wisdom of God is continually at work in them, that those who are not saved among them, even now we decree and we declare salvation upon their lives, that their hardened hearts are something to receive the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. We pray for the exposure of spies, men and women who have been paid to release vital security of nations for evil and selfish purposes. Wherever they are now, they are exposed. Their plans, all our devices and techniques are brought to light and exposed in the mighty name of Jesus. Those who sent them to are also exposed. We decree peace, salvation and righteousness upon our various borders and boundaries of the various nations. Our nations are protected from evil and wicked men. Those who cause unnecessary confrontation between one nation and, and the other. Even now, Lord, they are lightly esteemed. Their wealth is snatched in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, sweet Holy Spirit, for an answered prayer. In Jesus' name, we have interceded. Amen. Once again, I'd like to use opportunity to thank Esteem Amagma for this opportunity to lead the first session of intercessory prayers. Thank you so much, Ma. God bless you, and I love you so dearly. Esteem family, thank each and every one of you for making yourself available once again to intercede for the security agencies and military bodies of nations. Thank you all. God bless each and every one of you, and I love you all so dearly. Over to you, Esteem Pastor Deborah, for the next session of intercessory prayers. Thank you. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Inspired by the World Global Times of Devotion. Thank you, esteemed um, Sister Tina. Praise God. By the way, we're going to be interceding for the nation of the French Guyana. The French Guyana is a department of the Department of France. French Guyana is an overseas department of France on the northeast coast of South America. Uh, it's a place of mainly rainforests. So the French Guyana is led by president, president of the Assembly of French Guyana. We're going to pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, declaring that. The president and all his cabinet members, they are full of wisdom. They function in alignment with God's real plans and purposes for the nation of Guyana, for the um, department of, Fra of France, 
which is Guyana. We declare in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that the citizens are longing after the truth. Hallelujah. Their desire is unto the truth. We cut off every influence of the deep states in the nation of Guyana. We cut off every influence of deception, lies and deception that has gone on in that nation for a while that he be cut off in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And the people are free, free to serve God, free to long for the truth. And they find the truth in the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. And we see many of them turning to Christ in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We pray for ministers of the gospel and Christians that are in the nation of Guyana. We declare in the name of Jesus Christ that they are bold to preach the gospel that the people, they are receiving that gospel, hallelujah, with all meekness and gladness of heart. And yes, things are falling in place for the nation of Guyana. Let us begin to pray even now in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes, Guyana is the Lord and the God. Okay, a quick one. Um, I'm Pastor Debbie Ndapandula. Let me know if you are available to talk.
Can you raise your hand if you can hear me? Asunda Pandula, are you there? Pastor Deborah, Brother Martins, Pastor Ine, please check your private chat and do accordingly. Um, okay, Sister Grace. Sister Peace Osage, are you available to speak? Sister Peace Osage, can you hear me? Sister Grace Diala, can you hear me? Okay, so I'm wondering if we connect for the meetings and go to sleep. Um, Sister Reho, if you can hear me, raise your hand. Okay, so um, there's, there's a prayer program and there's prayer and some other things that's presently ongoing in our zone. And myself, Pastor Deborah, Brother Martins, Pastor Onini happen to be in the same zone. So um, normally the daily prayers, the one in the morning will end at 5.30. <coughs> Excuse me. And that's the reason we're able to um, be available at that 5.30 to join. But is it 30 day program and for that 30 days, we may not be available at 5.30 a.m. going forward till the end of the prayer program. The days that it closes that early, we would join. The day that it closes later than 5.30, we would join immediately after. So um, going forward, Sister Tina will start the meetings and she will handle the prayer times um, Sister Arejo and Sister Tina, they will get the briefing to handle the prayer times pending when we join. Uh, of course, Sister Grace and Sister Harriet will be there to handle the worship time. So whenever we come in, we would take it up from there. But we'll be rounding off at just at about between 5.30 and 6 anyways. So I just wanted to let you all know ahead of the time. And so when you connect in the mornings and you don't see us at that time, so know that we are rounding off with our own zonal prayers to then join us. So I'm going to hand over to Sister Arenho. She'll round off the prayer for, for the nation of um, Ziguyan. Let me get the name correctly. Yes, French Guyana. So Sister Arenho will round off that prayer now and then hand over to Sister Grace for the worship session. So we would be back shortly. Thank you. Over to you, esteemed sister Rehan. 
Was I being heard? Yes, yeah. ma'am, loud and clear. Okay, Sister Tina, can you round off the prayer? Okay, thank you so much, ma'am, for the opportunity. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you for the nation of Guyana, French Guyana. Using the president, President Gabriel Siva, as a point of contact, we pray for all those in leadership in the in that country, we ask, Father, that you pour out the spirit of salvation upon the country, bringing many to salvation in the knowledge of the truth. Father, let your kingdom come upon the French Guiana. The name of Jesus is named upon and glorified in the country. The people there live a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. We pray in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we will pray and rebuke and restore every force of evil in French Guiana. We rebuke you, evil spirits of anarchy, violence, deception, and war. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, we cut out Satan and his demons of darkness from French Guiana, and we bring in the ministry of angels. The kingdom of God is come upon French Guiana, and the will of God is continually done in that country. Oh God, we cut off evil men and women who have hijacked the financial system of French Guiana and created poverty with their greed and selfishness. Even right now, wherever they are, they are lightly esteemed. They proceed no further and we frustrate their plans and devices. We diminish their resources in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray and we abrogate any unjust and evil law passed in parliament in that country. Only laws that benefit the propagation of the gospel. That makes the will of God prevail in that country, oh God. Only such laws are permitted in the French Guiana. We pray for those who are sick in that country. We pray for Christians, ministers of the gospel, that even now they are strengthened in their faith, that they do not fall away. We pray that they are descending in this end time. In this seven billion mandates, we are preparing adequately everyone in that country. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, sweet Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Once again, I'd like to use this opportunity to thank Esteem Amag for this opportunity to lead in this session of intercessory prayers. Thank you so much, Ma. God bless you. I love you so dearly. Esteemed family, thank each and every one of you for interceding for French Guiana. Thank you all. God bless you all. I love you all so dearly. Over to you, esteemed Sister Grace, for the worship segments before our Rhapsody review. Thank you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Tina for that um, time of prayer for the nation of French Guiana. And thank you so much, esteemed Amarok, for the opportunity to lead gospel and worship today. Thank you so much, Ma. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone, depending on where you're connected from at this time. Welcome to another time of fellowship with the Holy Ghost and with ourselves as brethren, hallelujah, praise God. 
just right where you are, lift up your hands and worship and in love to our King and our Father. Father, we give you praise. We exalt your name for who you are to us. And in us, Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. With tears in her eyes, and gratitude in her heart, she carried the choices perfume in her eyes, alabaster box. She fell at Jesus' feet and poured it on his feet. Sobbing with gratitude, with her hand, she wiped his feet. I think for love and more. I'm here to say. Thank you. With my eyes, my offering to you. I am here to say thank you. For loving someone like me. I am here with my alabaster box as my offering to you. Just like that woman. I'm here to thank you, Lady. For all you've done for me, heart offering I bring. I stand before your presence, oh Lord, I worship you. I am here to for saving me for all you've done for me. I lift my voice to say thank you for loving me for all you've done for me. I am here to say. Thank you for saving me, for all you've done for me. I leave my voice to say thank you for loving me, for all you've done for me. With my lips filled with praise, 
just want to say thank you with a grateful heart just want to say thank you you filled my life with your glory and gave me victory for all you've done for me to say thank you praise god okay um i seem sister grace the audio is quite um it's a bit unstable and then quite fluctuating so we're not really able to follow the worship effectively so um sorry about that your audio is usually very clear all right, thank you so much, um, esteemed Sister Grace. And of course, thank you, Sister Tina, for standing in for us during the time of um, prayers for French Guyana. And um, I believe that we all are praying consistently for the nations on a daily basis. And in your personal times of prayers, you can still pray for those nations. We share the details in the Inspired by the World Telegram group. Um, we share the nation, the name of the nation. We share um, certain details about that nation in pictorial form. And then we'll also share a guide should you want to pray. We're in a month of meditation and declaration. So more than ever before, we understand the power of the declaration of our words. So the prayer format that is posted there is posted there for you to make declarations. So you can take it and make declarations. So you can put it as part of your, you know, one of the things I thought I taught here is how to um, have times of intercession on a daily basis. And um, I don't know if I ever gave like a one week template um, of things that you can pray about. I have one on Mondays. I pray for the man of God, pastor, priest and other ministers around the world, you know, so I think on Tuesdays, I pray for orphans, widows, um, internally displaced persons, um, unjustly imprisoned persons and all of that. So I have, I have like a calendar uh, schedule of what I pray for on a daily basis. So you can have such times. And I'm saying this because you all learned how to plan your 24 hour schedule. So you can have such times. It will not take you more than five minutes between five to 10 minutes to actually declare those words concerning the nation that you are praying about. So it's something you want to intentionally do and it's there on the group to guide you, you know, in making those declarations, praise God. So um, we listened to the outpouring of the spirit yesterday in our project and message a day and of course, from the expose on meditation and declaration, we were still on seven great confessions of our solid front. Who wants to share with us the seven confessions and what it means to you? So I'm gonna give that person five minutes. It's going to be a ministration. So if you're not ready to minister to us, don't raise your hand. That five minutes has to count to alter the course of our lives in this house. 
it's like nobody now wants to raise their hand. <laughs> Praise God. Seven great confessions of our solid front. Who knows the seven of them and who would like to share and minister to us your understanding of those seven great confessions? Nobody? Ha. Is my audio clear? I want to be sure. Maybe my audio is breaking like Sister Grace's audio. <laughs> is my audio clear? Uh, if we should answer me in the chat now. Ah, uh, okay. Sister Blessing says it's very clear. Uh, it's clear. So, okay. Pastor Deborah, I want to know if the raising of your hand is for me to make you co-host or you want to share with us about your seven great confessions of the solid front. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Good morning, Ma. Praise God. I want to share about the seven great confessions of our solid fronts. Hallelujah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so <clears throat> I'm just um going to um first of all list them. You know, when Pastor first preached this the message, you know, it was it took a while before um we we got acclimatized to um, the message. And like you said, uh, we had now learned to use it in breaking bread. Hallelujah, hallelujah. First of all, Pastor mentioned to us about um, God is to me who the word says he is. You know, the, the seven, uh, seven great confessions of our solid fronts are confessions and things that we have come to believe about the word of God, about things that the word of God has told us, our benefits in Christ, who we are in Christ, the things that are accrued to us and the truth of God's word. Pastor told us that, of course, not everything in the Bible is supposedly the word of God. He says the word of God is for edification. The word of God is for building up. The word of God is for comfort. The word of God is for teaching. The word of God is for upliftment. And he says to us, first of all, he said the word of God is to me who the word says he is. What does the word says that God is to me? He says God is to me who the word says he is. Who is God to me? First of all, in Psalms, he says, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He says, the Lord is the light of my salvation. These are things that I deduced from what a uh, uh, pastor had said, you know, from my understanding of the scriptures. He says, the Lord is my strength and my life. This is who God is to me. God is the creator. Hallelujah. And as he is, so am I in this world. He says, the Lord is my peace. These are the things that the scripture has told us clearly that the word is to us. He says, God is my source and supply. So I do not look to any man. I am not comforted by any man's promises because God is my supply. God is the orchestrator of my destiny. God is the one that preordained me and predestined me unto the life of glory, unto the life of virtue, unto the life of excellence. And he says, God is faithful to me. Irrespective of what what I see, irrespective of what happens, one thing is constant. 
God is faithful to me. The word has told me that God is faithful to me. So even when men are not trustworthy in this world, even when, you know, situations and circumstances brings out different shades of men, I know that God is faithful to me. I know that God is kind and gracious to me. Hallelujah. The second one, he says, Jesus Christ is to me who the word says he is. And constantly we make the confessions. Christ is my life. Christ has been made unto me wisdom. He has been made unto me righteousness. Christ is my redance. Christ has rid me of all unrighteousness and he became my righteousness. Hallelujah. The reason I can boldly declare I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus is because of the person of Christ. Hallelujah. Christ is my money. Christ is the reason I can be prosperous. Christ is the reason I can be fruitful. Christ is the reason I can be productive. Hallelujah. Christ is my sanctification. He has sanctified me. He has justified me above all else. Hallelujah. He chose me. He came to die just so that he could sanctify me and make me one of God's children. Hallelujah. Christ is my supply. He has provided unending supply for me. Hallelujah. Christ is my hope. Pastor continually told us in the messages that we are listening to in the previous day. He says man's life, man, man's life is empty without God. And who, who is the God? Who is the part of the Godhead that dwells in in us is the anointing of the Holy Ghost that made Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And that is our hope. The fact that I have the Holy Ghost inside of me, in the person of Christ, in, the, in that anointing of Christ. Hallelujah. He's my hope. He's my hope. That means I cannot be hopeless in this life. I cannot afford to be hopeless. It's a luxury that, you know, is not, is not part of what my money pays for. Oh, hallelujah. Christ is my hope. Then the Holy Spirit is to me who the word says he is. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. He says he will give me another comforter. And clearly, the, the Amplified Classic tells us, the Holy Spirit is my counselor. The Holy Spirit counsels me at every point in time when it seems like, oh, we don't, I don't, I don't really get what is going on now. The Holy Spirit is there counseling me, telling me what to do, giving me the counsel of the Spirit, guiding me. The Holy Spirit is my helper. He helps me at every point in my life where it seems as though everybody has abandoned me. Christ is my helper. Even when people are there, he's the ever-present help in time of need. He's the ever-present help. He's my intercessor. He intercedes for me everywhere, every day, every time. And he intercedes through me for people, for places, for countries, for nations. Hallelujah. He's my advocate. He's my legal representative in every situation. Even when they have said, oh, I have made the wrong decisions or I have done the wrong things. He's my advocate standing there. He's my lawyer ever present. He's both the judge. He's both the jury. And, and when I need him to represent me, he is there to represent me. He is my strengthener, strengthening me in every phase of life. Hallelujah. When it seems as though I am weak, he's there. He's my strengthener. Hallelujah. He's my standby. Oh, glory to God. Glory to God. And Paul said, even when I am weak, I am strong. Why? Because of the Holy Ghost. He's my standby, like that standby generator. When you have done all the things that you could have done, when you have done every other thing else, and at this point, I'm done. 
I'm done. The Holy Ghost kicks in. He kicks in. He takes over. Hallelujah. And the beautiful thing is that pastor has been teaching us. We don't have to get to that point of exhaustion. Let the Holy Spirit take over from beginning. I don't need to do anything with my strength. I don't need to do anything with my ability. Let him take over from the beginning. Hallelujah. And he's my guide. Oh, hallelujah. When we're listening to the messages, pastor told us, even uh, the messages of last year, uh, I'm sorry, last month, you know, when we're listening to the seven spirits of God, where we read the book, the seven spirits of God, and when we read the book, the Holy Spirit and you, he says, the, the scripture tells us in Psalm, he says, the word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path, but you need the Holy Ghost. You need the Holy Ghost to guide you on your particular path, because when light shines, light does not just shine in one place. Light does not just shine on one path. You can see different paths. He says, but there is your own particular path. The Holy Spirit guides you on your own particular path. He said, and you shall hear a word behind you saying, this is the way. Walk here in it. The light shone and you are able to see clearly. You are able to see everything. I, I can now see the whole place is bright. Hallelujah. Because the word of God has come. He says, but it guides me on my own particular path. I do not go in another person's path. I go in my own path. Hallelujah. I go in my own path. I walk in my own path and I get to that expected end that the Lord has declared concerning me in my predestination. Oh, Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. Praise God. Wow. Praise God. Pastor Debbie, you will continue tomorrow. Wow. Thank you. Wow. Oh, I'm full. <laughs> Who is full like me? Wow, 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 wow. So you see all that you have been missing if you are not going through the message. This is just from um, expose. This is just from the one of the, 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 the expose on meditation and declaration. There were four parts so far, right? So the message was um, um, divided into small, small parts of like th less than 30 minutes. The expose most times is between about 20 something minutes to 30 something minutes. It's usually not so long. Oh. You can see the, 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 the talk of someone who has been consistently full of the word. How will she make declarations and they will not come to pass? What makes the declaration come to pass is the anointing of the Holy Ghost. And you see, the Bible tells us about being filled with the Spirit. The Word of God fills you with the Spirit. Remember, I often say that fellowship with the Word is, is fellowshipping with the author of the Word. Those times you sit down. Maybe on Sunday, when we have our review on Sunday evening, I'll share with you, I'll take a very short time and share with you about the power of consistency. And for those of you who have been consistent and have never missed a day, don't give up and don't stop. Don't miss one day. Continue in that momentum that you have been going. You know, you can miss a day and then say, ah, I will catch up over the weekend. No. Some of you, irrespective of how the day goes, you have been pushing yourself on a daily basis to do what you should do for every day. The Bible says God loads us with daily benefits. He does not push what he would give us today till tomorrow. There's something about the power of every day. I'll talk about it on Sunday. The power of every day. Praise God. 
esteem calls, please ensure that you remind me. Sometimes I see certain things and it seems like I don't do them. I need to be reminded from time to time. Praise God. All right. Um, yesterday, I said that I was going to share the details of the counselors. I'm sorry that it wasn't shared yesterday. We we're trying to fine tune a few things. And I think the list is ready now. And we will share it um, after the devotion today. So thank you, everyone. And thank you for joining the daily devotion. Um, at this moment, I want us to review the Rhapsody article for today. Who likes today's topic? Who had seen it before? I love it. I love it. I love it. The danger of ignorance. So you're wondering why do I love it? Because I love knowledge. I love knowledge. Anyone who's been with me through the years knows that. <laughs> if there's one thing you stand to gain from my friendship or from my mentorship is increasing knowledge. You cannot be around me and not increasing knowledge. You will read book. You will listen to the message. You will sure be increasing in knowledge because you, you, you cannot even thrive around me. It will be difficult for us to be friends. You will get tired of me and you either run away or avoid me. You know, so increase in knowledge. I love it so much. And today we're talking about the danger of ignorance. As the title of today's devotional article, our opening text is taken from Matthew 20, 22, verse 29. Jesus answered and said unto them, Ye do err, not knowing the scriptures, nor the power of God. Ye do err, not knowing the scriptures, one, not knowing the power of God, two. Not knowing the scriptures, one, not knowing the power of God, too. Until you know the scriptures, you cannot know the power of God. Remember when the Lord um, um, said to us, when he was explaining Acts 20, 32, many until the Lord told us had never seen it like that. You know, he said, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace. That means his word has grace, which is able to build you up and to deliver unto you your inheritance. So the word has grace to build you up. Not everything in life can build you up. I hope you know that. And not everybody you meet in life builds you up. Have you met people who actually made you worse? Some of you have been in relationship and you, when you look back in your life, you wish you never met that person because that person destroyed the essence in you. Why we not totally blame the person? We also blame you because you were ignorant and you were insensitive to have not known. You know, it's easy to blame God for our um, the misfortunes of our lives, but um, we were ignorant, and that's that's what this topic is about. Topic is about the danger of ignorance. It is dangerous to be ignorant. So you say, ah, then I wasn't wiser. That was that was that was the risk that you were not wise at that time and you went into that relationship with all the red flags. Myself and one of my very close friends, she's, she's presently um, a Haven governor and I remember us trying to solve a matter, you know, of um, um, a woman who in her marriage had been beaten by her husband to stupor that she, she had passed out you know and she she had internal injuries and you know when we look at such things we wonder how did she marry a woman bitter 
Well, those of you who have been listening to Pastor, you hear when Pastor say that he, he used to say how that he has he, he never has an opportunity to quarrel with his wife, to have misunderstanding with his wife. And then he started talking to the married couple and he said how that if you want an argument, you have an argument. If you want quarrel, you have quarrel. It takes two to fight. And he says that you say, hey, boy, it was my wife that pushed me. She did this. She said this. He said, walk away walk away if the words will push you to anger to say what you shouldn't say or do what you shouldn't do what happens to walking away you know it takes two to fight i cannot lift your hand for you to slap me you have to lift it to slap me i don't know if you understand what i'm saying so um you got to that point where you entered into a relationship all, if there's one thing I know about God is that he would show you flags. He will show you, show you red flags. He will, he will show you things. You, everyone can bear witness. And if we're all honest with ourselves, for those of us who may have in one time or the other, and this applies to both male and female, maybe you were with somebody or dated somebody or married somebody who turned out to be very detrimental to your well-being you will be honest with yourself to say that you saw the signs, but you ignored them. There are those who believe that, oh, he loves me so much, he would change. This gospel of he would change. This gospel of she would change. Oh, she can't live without me. She's certainly going to change when we enter into the marriage. That gospel is what has led some people to early death. So we cannot continue to blame God for the misfortunes of the past. But now that we have come to the place of knowledge, we know better. Some of you, before now, before the um, project and message a day on the study on the Holy Spirit, all that was in your prayer point was marriage, 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 marriage. Sister Maka, I'm 36 years old. I, I, I don't even have anybody. Sister Maka, I'm going to be 14 next year. I don't even have anybody. Marriage, marriage, marriage. Now, you don't even think of marriage anymore. You're thinking about the project and message a day. You're thinking about how much more in the Holy Spirit you want to go. Your hunger for the word. You are just enjoying new dimensions in the spirit that it will even take the Holy Spirit to remind you about marriage. And you see, that's the beautiful thing about it. It then happens when it's not the focus of your life. Because God did not make us to make, make, us to make anything the focus of our lives except him himself. Remember when we dealt with dealing with negative addictions. And then he was telling us how that he's the only true obsession. He's the only true addiction. And he told us not to be addicted to anything except him. And that is why no matter how far a man goes in life, no matter what he acquires in life, if a man hasn't found God, he hasn't found rest. This is why celebrities commit suicide. They have the fame, they have the name, they have achieved so great feats that some people give them 10 lifetimes they would not be able to achieve. They have everything that money can buy. They can wake up and say, I want to go and have lunch in Dubai and from there to the UK. They can fly the world, but yet they woke up one day and committed suicide. Does it not tell you something? Money is not going to solve your problem. A global fame will not solve your problem. They go into drugs. They go into, you know, so many things. And then one day they just take their lives. Why? Jesus is the only true addiction. 
No matter what you are addicted to in this life, you will never find fulfillment. You will never find satisfaction except Jesus gives you satisfaction. And the earlier you wake up to it, the better for you. And an addiction and an obsession is something that you are obsessed about on a daily basis. So you have to cultivate, cultivate obsession for Christ. You have to develop hunger. Pastor was talking to us. He said, make your prayer life sound. Don't say, God, help me to pray. Help me to pray. No, pray. Take it a day at a time. Pray. That 15 minutes that you have, use it, pray. Don't say, ah, I wish I, I could pray three hours. No, 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 no. Don't be waiting for three hours. Use that 15 minutes. Pastor has shown us through you course, through praying with Pastor Chris, that 15 minutes can make all the difference in the whole world. I remember a colleague, his, 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 his um, um, cousin or so had been kidnapped without their knowledge. And then that day during Eucharist prayer, it was 12 noon. And pastor had told us that day to pray for loved ones that they may be delivered from danger. So while we were praying the Eucharist prayer, she was in the scene where they had kidnapped them. She, she, she boarded a vehicle and then they took them from there. So she was in the scene and she was on a queue. So the queue was there and then, you know, they were lining them up and then as, 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 you, as it gets to your turn, the man, the, the chief priest at the moment, he makes his incantation and then he chops off the head of the person. I'm telling you what happened. I'm not telling you stories that touch. And then the time that that thing was happening was Yuko's prayer and then we were praying. Then in my office, we would gather together and pray together at those times for some certain days. That particular day, that happened. And then it got to her turn. And the man started screaming, who brought this lady here? Who brought this lady here? Who wants to spoil business for me? Who brought this lady here? Get out of here, get out of here. And that's how that lady was delivered. 15 minutes can make all the difference. Stop saying you want to pray three hours. You want to pray three hours, but you have never been able to pray the three hours. Don't, don't, don't um, um, build your today in the future. Don't build your what you should do now in the future. Do it now. So pastor said, make your prayer life sound. Can you be consistent with 15 minutes on a daily basis? I'm talking about now your personal time of prayer. Maybe it's 5.15 to 5.30 just before you join the devotion. Maybe it's much later, early in the morning. Whatever the case, can you be consistent? Develop hunger for God. Let Jesus be your addiction. Nobody will do it for you. You have to do it yourself. The danger of ignorance. Let's quickly read. So he told us, he said, the word will build you up and it will deliver unto your inheritance. Now he's saying that knowing the scriptures, not the power of God. Until you know the scriptures, you cannot know the power of God. That's what he's trying to say. That verse is a sermon. This opening text today is a full sermon. Let's read. The knowledge of God's word is so important. Jesus said to the Jews, ye do err, not knowing the scriptures, nor the power of God. Matthew 22, 29. What Jesus said to the Jews back then is still very relevant in our day. It becomes even worse when one is a minister, a leader, or a teacher of the word and doesn't know the scriptures. You know, I, I wouldn't say raise your hand. I wouldn't say throw up, throw it in the chat. But the truth of the matter is that for many, before August, 
You did not realize you were ignorant until you started the journey. Yet you are a choir coordinator. Yet you, were, you are a PCF leader. You are a cell leader. You might even be a church coordinator and you can go a week. You did not listen to a message. Anyways, we have repented of many errors in the course of growing by virtue of inspired by the word. Many, do you know what danger you put the lives of those that God committed to your trust? How can somebody who cannot see the path, who cannot see the light be leading people? And this is the reason for many problems in leadership structures in the church. This is why a leader will fight another leader. You would exert so much energy to fight somebody else to bring the person down instead of focusing on building the people that God gave you. This is the danger of ignorance. You see, it becomes even worse when one is a minister, a leader, or a teacher of the word and doesn't know the scriptures. When Jesus made the assertion in our opening scripture, think about the fact that he was addressing the leaders that the whole nation of Israel trusted to give them the knowledge of God. So much trust was reposed in them, but it turned out that they were ignorant. The same leaders of the Jews were the ones who ignorantly condemned Jesus Christ. Look at the word. They ignorantly did it. They didn't really do it out of wickedness. And that is how ignorance can produce wickedness in you. You become a wicked Christian. What a bundle of contradiction. A Christian yet exhibiting wickedness. You see certain things that a brother does to somebody else. It is pure wickedness. How does a, a brother successfully date and sleeps with five different sisters in the choir consecutively? That is wickedness. Yet he's doing it in ignorance. Because he doesn't know the scripture. See, the scriptures are life. He said, when you find them, you find life. He said, they are life to those who find them. They are light to those who find them and held to all their flesh. They are life to those that find them. When you find life, all that you do is that you give life. You don't destroy the life of others. Different sisters have suddenly aborted for that brother. Some of them have lost their womb in the process. A generation terminated. What wickedness. He thinks he's having fun. The danger of ignorance. He said they condemned Jesus, but they did it ignorant, ignorantly. But you see, this ignorance produced wickedness. This ignorance produced viciousness in them. Brothers and sisters, refuse to be ignorant. You will not know when you are used of the devil to perpetrate certain evils, even in the church, even in the cell, even in the PCF, because you are ignorant. See, sometimes I have to restrain myself not to go deep into rhapsody. I can preach on one, one, one um, rhapsody article for days because every line is a message. The same leaders of the Jews were the ones who ignorantly condemned Jesus Christ. They called the Lord all the derogatory names and discouraged the people from believing in him. 
This was the same man that they have waited for through the years. The Messiah is coming. The Messiah is coming. The Messiah has come. And all they do every day, every day, they held meetings every day. All they did, all they lived for was to plot the death of the Messiah that they waited for for many years. What a bundle of contradiction. Many of you, God will send people that will take you to the next level. But do you know that if you are ignorant, all you may live to do is fight that person. Yet that is the person in the world, they call them destiny helpers. That is the person that should be your help. Ah, the danger of ignorance. They condemned him to death and before their very eyes, eyes Jesus was reviled insulted, assaulted, and crucified. Oh, they called Jesus a deceiver, but they were the ones deceiving and being deceived. Imagine labeling somebody what you are. Is that not the lot of many? No wonder Paul in one of his writings said, the experts of our day haven't a clue about what this eternal plan is. If they had, they wouldn't have killed the master of the God-designed life on a cross. First Corinthians 2 verse 8 message translation. Paul had his share of these malicious attacks fomented by the Jewish leaders. On one occasion, he and his colleagues were in Thessalonica to preach. As Paul preached in their synagogue, some Gentiles and more important women believed his message, but the Jewish leaders were offended. The Jewish leaders were offended and they incited some insurrectionists to start a riot in the city. You find that in Acts 17. They were ignorant of God's plan of salvation for the Gentiles. Lack of knowledge of the scriptures makes people do a lot of terrible things. If you forget anything in today's devotional article, don't forget this. Lack of knowledge of the scriptures makes people do a lot of terrible things. Even Paul, you see, when we're talking about lack of knowledge of the scriptures, we're not talking about an unbeliever because an unbeliever does not even know that there's a scripture. So this message, God, God is talking to his children. He said, if you lack knowledge, you will do a lot of terrible things. Ah, this is why I've always loved knowledge. I love knowledge. I love knowledge. Even Paul alluded to the danger of ignorance and how he led him to persecute the church before his conversion. And I thank Christ Jesus, our Lord, who hath enabled me for that he counted me faithful, putting me into the ministry who was before a blasphemer and a persecutor and injurious, but I obtained mercy, glory to God. And that's how, you know, we have also obtained mercy in this work. You listen to some messages, your, your life is exposed to you and you say, Lord, I'm sorry. I didn't know this thing that you, I, I used to do was wrong. Many of us have been on a journey of constant repentance, throwing away, throwing away many things that we have picked up because of our ignorance of the word. As the word comes, you say, oh, is this it? Okay, I, I, I settle for this. I'm easily persuaded by the word. I'm easily inspired by the word. I settle for this. I throw away what I've known before now. I settle for this. I throw away what I used to do before now. I obtained mercy because I did it ignorantly in unbelief. First Timothy, 
Timothy 1, 12 to 13. Get to know the word. Study the scriptures for yourself, like the Bible says. Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needed not to be ashamed. Rightly dividing the word of truth. 2 Timothy 2 and verse 15. You know, um, even now, you may look back as a leader, you know, and like the Pharisees, these leaders that Jesus were, was addressing, you know, God will send somebody. You have prayed and prayed and prayed. And suddenly God sends a helper of your work. He sends this person that joins your cell, that joins your PCF. This person wants to do everything and anything for you. Suddenly you might realize that, oh, uh-uh, how come members that even didn't used to respond to me is now responding to this person? And then there's that voice or there's that person who the devil uses to come to you and say, hmm, sister, hmm, hold your house well. Oh. Hmm. The way I'm looking at this lady now, eh? the way I'm looking at this brother, he's stealing the hearts of your members. Very soon, all your members will follow him. They will abandon you. What do you do to such a member? You, 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 you act like Jesus. You say, get thee behind me, devil. Jesus called Peter a devil because at that time he had yielded himself to the devil. You say, get thee behind me, devil. How dare you? This person is helping the work. Before this person came, what were you doing? And most of the time, check those people. They were never good helpers of the work because genuine helpers of the work, when they get other helpers, they are excited. They are excited that prophecy is being fulfilled. They are excited that prayer has been answered. I don't know many leaders who have fallen into those places. Then suddenly, and see, if as a leader, you find yourself with passionate hatred towards one of your leaders, especially towards one of your effective leaders. Go back and check. You have yielded yourself to the devil. Why should a leader be insecure? All the times that I had to split cells, I have quite a number of people who are passed through my cells here. So if I'm lying, they would attest to it. All the times that I've had to split cells, I let go of my strongest members. It is my principle. I want that guy that is coming out of my cell to not have a reason to fail. I say, Lord, you who gave me the grace to build a strong team will help me build again from the scratch. It is not easy. It takes a lot of hard work, a lot of perseverance and patience to build people afresh. But it is my joy that that one who comes out of me becomes a cell leader does not fail. I will give that person the top partners. I will give that person the best administrative team. I will start again from the scratch. I will build. Brothers and sisters, practice your Christianity. Let your Christianity not just be in words. Practice it. Let people look at your life and say, this person is a Christian. It doesn't see. Anybody who does not know you can say things about you, but those who pass through your leadership, let them be able to testify that Pastor Debbie is a Christian, that Brother Martins is a Christian, that Sister Arehon is a Christian. Let that testimony be there concerning you. Practice Christianity. Christianity is a way of love. There's discipline in Christianity. Those who know me, I, I can discipline. I don't take nonsense as a leader, but I love genuinely. The discipline is out of love. 
I will not let you destroy yourself. Myself and Pastor Debbie were talking yesterday. I said, Pastor Debbie, many people come from homes where they did not raise them. So in cell ministry, I am conscious of the fact that I take in a parent's position, a motherhood position. I'm aware that some people come from a place where nobody had told them the truth, where nobody had pointed them in the right direction. So the same way a mother will guide and a mother with discipline, she will spank with one hand and draw the child back with the other hand. I don't physically beat people. That's not what I mean. But I'm saying that I'm conscious of the role of discipline. The same way I'm conscious of the role of building up the members. When you want the people to succeed, you will not have place for animosity. You will not have place for enmity. You are every day, you are thinking, what more can I do to build the brethren? That's how we got here, inspired by the word. That's how we got here. Many of you suddenly, your whole life has been transformed. We, we are able, many of you haven't met us, but we've been able to transmit in the realm of the spirit from Nigeria to Zambia, from Nigeria to South Africa, to the UK, to the US. The same things that we practice physically with the people that can see us. I'm handing over to esteemed Pastor Inye for the next segment. Thank you, everyone. God bless you. Our tights, ma. My tights. Pastor, please continue. Oh, sorry. I didn't know I was muted. I thought I had unmuted myself. I'm so sorry. Heavenly Father, thank you. I was already praying. Thank you, Father for you've made it an addiction and a thing of daily consistency for us to tithe, for us to bring food to you. Lord, we will continue to be amazed at the, at the privilege, at the thought that you would consider us worthy to give you food. You called our tithe your food. Oh Lord, we are grateful. And this day we ask, oh God, that you would accept our tithe, that it is sanctified by your spirit and acceptable unto you. And yes, every blessing of the tither is accrued to us. From yesterday, 11 a.m., you sent out angels and they are still at work. You do not retrieve angels once sent out. Therefore, I declare that angelic manifestations are continually happening for everyone of inspired by the word in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen, amen, amen. Thank you for the reminder. And God bless you, everyone. Over to you, esteemed Pastor Inye. Thank you, Ma, for the Rhapsody of Reality segment. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Depending on where you are connected from, we are going over to the Bible study segment for today's devotion. And we are starting with the further studies of the Rhapsody of Realities. Proverbs 18, 15. The mind of the prudent is ever getting knowledge and the ear of the wise is ever seeking, inquiring for and craving knowledge. John 5, 39. Search the scriptures for in them, they think you have internal life, and they are they which testify of me. Second Timothy 5:15. Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needed not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Praise the Lord. Let's take the prayer together. Dear Father, by your word, you lead and guide me. 
in the destiny you planned for me. I live confidently and joyfully always. Knowing that you are working with me and in me to fulfill your perfect will. As I study the scriptures, the eyes of my understanding are enlightened to know you more. In Jesus' name, amen. We're going over to the New Testament reading for today's devotion. And we are in a new book, the book of Ephesians. Caption, Paul's introduction. Dear friends, my name is Paul, and I was chosen by God to be an apostle of Jesus, the Messiah. I'm writing this letter to all the devoted believers who have been made holy by being one with Jesus, the anointed one. May God himself, the heavenly father of our Lord Jesus Christ, with his grace over you and impart total well-being into your lives. Caption, our sonship and the father's plan. Every spiritual blessing in every realm has already been lavished upon us as a love gift from our wonderful heavenly father. The father of our Lord Jesus, all because he sees us wrapped into Christ. This is why we celebrate him with all our hearts. And in love, he chose us before he laid the foundation of the universe. Because of his great love, he ordained us so that we would be seen as holy in his eyes with an unstained innocence. For it was always in his perfect plan to adopt us as his delightful children through our union with Jesus, the anointed one, so that his tremendous love that cascades over us would glorify his grace for the same love he has for the beloved Jesus he has for us. And this unfolding plan brings him great pleasure. Since we are now joined to Christ, we have been given the treasures of redemption by his blood, the total cancellation of our sins, all because of the cascading riches of his grace. This superabundant grace is already powerful, powerfully working in us, releasing all forms of wisdom and practical understanding. I'll take that again. Eight, this superabundant grace is already powerfully working in us, releasing all forms of wisdom and practical understanding. And through the revelation of the anointed one, and through the revelation of the anointed one, he unveiled his secret desires to us, the hidden mystery of his long-range plan, which he was delighted to implement from the very beginning of time. And because of God's unfailing purpose, this detailed plan will reign supreme through every period of time until the fulfillment of all the ages finally reaches its climax. When God makes all things new and in all of heaven and earth through Jesus Christ, through our union with Christ, we too have been claimed by God as his own inheritance. Before we are even born, he gave us our destiny that would fulfill the plan of God who always accomplishes every purpose and plan in his heart. God's purpose was that we Jews, who were the first to long for the messianic hope, will be the first to believe in the anointed one and bring great praise and glory to God. And because of him, when you who are not Jews heard the revelation of truth, you believed in the wonderful news of salvation. Now we have been stamped with the seal of the promise Holy Spirit is given to us like an engagement ring as the first installment 
of what is coming. Is our hope promise of a future inheritance, which seals us until we all have of which seals us until we have all of redemption promises and experience complete freedom, all for the supreme glory and honor of God. This comes to the end of today's New Testament reading. Over to your esteemed brother John. Do you have any reason to everyone? God bless you. Praise God. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Old Testament segment of our one-year Bible reading plan. So today we'll be reading the book of Isaiah, chapter 11 and 12. Thank you so much, esteemed Amarak, for this amazing opportunity. And thank you, Brother Martins, for helping us with these spirit scriptures on the screen. And a big thank you to everyone for being a part of this morning's devotion. So we're continuing with um, Prophet Isaiah. And his prophetic prophecies. <laughs> Praise God. So chapter 11, the royal line of David will be cut off, chopped down like a tree, but from the stump will grow a shoot. Yes, a new branch from the old roots and the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. This is the memory verse for the seven spirits of God. And the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him the spirit of wisdom, understanding, counsel, and might, the spirit of knowledge, and of the fear of the Lord. His delight to be obedience to the Lord. He will not judge by appearance, false evidence, or hearsay, but will defend the poor and the exploited. He will rule against the weak who oppress them. For he will be clothed with fairness and with truth. Hallelujah. In that day, the wolf and the lamb will lie down together, and the leopard and goats will be at peace. Calves and fat cattle will be safe among lions. And the little child shall lead them all. The cows will... Oh, hallelujah. So wonderful. And a little child shall lead them all. The cows will graze among bears. Cobs and calves will lie down together. And lions will eat grass like, like the cows. Babies will crawl safely among poisonous snakes and a little child who puts his hand in a nest of deadly adders will pull it out on hand. Nothing will hurt or destroy in all my holy mountain. That is Zion. For as the waters fill the sea, so shall the earth be full of the knowledge of the Lord. Praise God. Hallelujah. Verse 10. In that day, he who created the royal dynasty of David will be a banner of salvation to all the world. The nations will rally to him for the land where he lives will be a glorious place. At that time, the Lord will bring back a remnant of his people for the second time, returning them to the land of Israel from Assyria, Upper and Lower Egypt, Ethiopia, Elam, Babylonia, Hamath, and all the distant coastal lands. He will raise a flag among the nations for them to rally to. He will gather the scattered Israelites from the ends of the earth. Then at last, the jealousy between Israel and Judah will end. They will not fight each other anymore. Together, they will fly against the nations possessing their land 
on the east and on the west, uniting forces to destroy them, and they will occupy the nations of Edom and Moab and Ammon. The Lord will dry a path through the Red Sea and wave his hand, hallelujah, over the Euphrates, sending a mighty wind to divide it into seven streams that can easily be crossed. He will make a highway from Assyria for the remnant there, just as he did for all Israel long ago when they returned from Egypt. Praise God forevermore. Chapter 12. Oh, hallelujah. This is very short. On that day, you will say, Praise the Lord. He was angry with me, but now he comforts me. See, God has come to save me. I will trust and not be afraid, for the Lord is my strength and song. He is my salvation. Oh, the joy of drinking deeply from the fountain of salvation. In that wonderful day, you will say, thank the Lord. Praise his name. Tell the world about his wondrous love, how mighty he is. Sing to the Lord, for he has done wonderful things. Make known his praise around the world. Let all the people of, his, of Jerusalem shout his praise with joy. For great and mighty is the Holy One of Israel who lives among you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise, Praise God. God. Thank you so much, esteemed Brother John. Just before Brother Martins comes up, so um, I, I hear the voice of somebody saying how that, okay, so based on all the things that we shared today, what do I do? I've been like this. I'm guilty of some of the wrong things, atrocities that may have happened in my local church. Maybe I'm a member of the choir or whatever the case is. <clears throat> and you're wondering, okay, so what do I do? First and foremost, you need to repent of all of those things and um, receive forgiveness in the Lord. Pastor has made us understand that forgiveness is available at every point in time. Then secondly, you don't want it to repeat again. So you have to throw yourself into the scriptures. Your only way not to be wicked is not to be ignorant or not to display wickedness because you are really not wicked. The wicked, of course, according to the scripture, is, is the one that does not, that is in the kingdom, but doesn't do the way of, does not follow the way of the kingdom. You don't want to be described as such. So you need to be addicted to the scriptures. You now understand that Project the Message of Day is not just a nice idea. It's a God idea. You want to follow the word first. And I said, arrange your 24 hours to accommodate it. If you genuinely want it, you will find time in your 24 hours. God will show you and he will help you create time. Some of you will find that you are moved. Maybe you work in the bank. Morning to evening, you are basically attending to customers. You will be moved from that place to an inner office. See, God will make things happen when you show that this is what you want to do. Praise God. Then secondly, I did announce earlier, but there were just a few of us at the beginning of the meeting. Myself, Pastor Oinye, Pastor Deborah, Brother Martins, we happen to be in the same zonal church and we're on a 30 days program in church and that it's into past 5.30. So we will not be joining the meetings early anymore till that program is over. So we'll join just at about maybe 5.40 or 5.40 something when it finishes. If it finishes before then, we will join. I'm just saying it because you might come and be wondering, has rapture happened? Where are all these people? So 
from tomorrow morning, you will not see us that early, but we will join immediately we are done. So Sister Tina will be here to start the meeting. And of course, she'll be helped by some other people. Praise God. Thank you so much. Over to you, Sim Brother Martins. And sorry, God. just so I should add, I also found out that some of you have zonal meetings, but you abandon the zonal meetings and come to join here. It is not right. If you have zonal prayers, finish your zonal prayers before you come and join. If you have church prayers, finish it before you come and join. This is why we have the podcast. If you miss any session, you can go back and listen to it. So you can be a friend of the podcast. I know that some of you may not like what I'm saying, but you have to do it, right? Thank you so much. God bless you. Over to you, esteemed Brother Martins. Thank you so much, esteemed Stamaka. Well said and apt. So thank you so much, Ma. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Depend on what part of the world you're connected from at this time. We're going straight to our declaration segment of the meeting and the declaration is on the screen. Today is gonna be a little bit different. So what you see on the screen is what you should do, please. First, we'll be taking 2 Corinthians chapter eight, verse nine. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sakes, he became poor, that ye through his poverty might be rich. I am rich. By the poverty of Christ, I am rich. And Isaiah chapter 45, verse 3, I'll give you the treasures of darkness, the hoarded treasures, and the hidden riches of the secret places, so that you may know, so that you may know that it is I, the Lord, the God of Israel, who calls you Martins by your name. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God, praise God. Now we'll say we'll make this declaration 25 times. Okay. Then after now. You, you, in fact, you're supposed to take it 100 times, but because of time, we'll take it 25 times. Then after now, the remaining 75, you must do everything possible to ensure you take it today. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now you say, I am graced and highly favored. I am rich in all things. I am graced and highly favored. I am rich in all things. I am graced and highly favored. I am rich in all things. I am graced and highly favored. I am rich in all things. I am graced and highly favored. I am rich in all things. I am graced and highly favored. I am rich in all things. I am graced and highly favored. I am rich in all things. I am graced and highly favored. I am rich in all things. I am graced and highly favored. I am rich in all things. I am graced and highly favored. I am rich in all things. I am graced and highly favored. I am rich in all things. I am graced and highly favored. I am rich in all things. I am graced and highly favored. I am rich in all things. I am graced and highly favored. I am rich in all things. I am graced and highly favored. I am rich in all things. I am graced and highly favored. I am rich in all things. I am graced and highly favored. I am rich in all things. I am graced and highly favored. I am rich in all things. I am graced and highly favored. I am rich in all things. I am graced and highly favored. I am rich in all things. I am graced and highly favored. I am rich in all things. I am graced and highly favored. I am rich in all things. I am graced and highly favored. I am rich in all things. I am graced and highly favored. I am rich in all things. I am graced and highly favored. I am rich in all things. 
Glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. Boglu frogon disufratila, magli krosukato, zagida gather toza, borong de clicos, egratori, gebracatoza, taiga pandia. I am graced and highly favored. I am rich in all things. Glory to God. I am graced and highly favored. I am rich in all things. Boka sike vrepetida dide hakadia. Grace and highly favored. I am rich in all things. I am graced and highly favored. Glory to God forevermore. I am graced and highly favored. Glory to God. Barato Sekrati. Mela Gida Kadratishta. I am graced and highly favored. I am rich in all things. Glory to God forevermore. Oh, glory to God. Glory to God. I am graced and highly favored. I am rich in all things. Glory to God forevermore. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, glory to God. No, you think about it. Christ left his heavenly abode. He says, for you know that the grace of our Lord Jesus, though he was rich, he dwelt in a place that was paved with gold. Everywhere is gold. He left there to become poor, to become a carpenter, to be born in a manger, so that you, through all that he became, we're dwelling on, on thrones. We stay in a place paved with gold. We have riches in all things. Oh, Sakatalabayandekritekida. Angels have been distributing riches all through yesterday till now, and they are continuing. There are some people that um, every weekend is just all this stuff. Every weekend is all this stuff. Sometimes you don't know how you go through it, but this weekend, will be different. Expect anticipate angelic visitations. At this point, we'll be going to the communion segments. First Corinthians chapter 11, verse 23. For I've received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed to bread. And when he had given thanks, he break it and said, take it, this is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. Tiplo clo fratio is elepere de kida. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we thank you for welcome angels into our homes, welcome angels into our businesses, welcome angels into our families, in our place of work. Lord, we thank you. We give you praise, Father, in Jesus' name. Go ahead and break the bread and eat it. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. After the same manner, I also took the cup when he has stopped, saying, this cup is in New Testament in my blood. This do you as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death. Say, he come. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we thank you for the cup of the everlasting covenant and the blood of Christ. As we take this cup, we declare we are graced and highly favored. We are rich in all things. We are favored in our job, favored in our businesses. Favored everywhere we go. The mark of Christ is upon us. Therefore, grace speaks for us. Grace ministers for us. Everywhere we go, we are graced and highly favored. Lord, we thank you for the riches of your glory. Thank you, Lord, for pouring out blessings upon blessings. Even today, we receive every benefit accrued to us. And we declare in the name of the Lord Jesus. We joy we receive our benefits, even now. Thank you, Father. Go ahead and take the cup. 
Oh, King of the of creation, we praise you. You are the God. You are Almighty God. You are the King of the earth, magnificent in all your ways. You are the Lord. For eternity, you are God. Yes, you are God. Thank you, Father. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Once again, I'd like to say a very big thank you to the esteemed Stamaka for this wonderful privilege. And at this point, I'll kindly hand over to the esteemed pastor in to take us through the remaining parts of the meeting. Thank you, everyone. I'm sure you have a beautiful day. Praise God. Thank you, esteemed Brother Martins. Good morning, everyone, once more. If today is your birthday, birthday of your loved one's wedding anniversary, please kindly come to the chat room. Whatever it is that you are celebrating, we'd like to celebrate with you. If you are connecting with us for the first time, please come to the chat room, say who invited you and where you're connecting from. We'd like to meet with you and we'd like to pray with you. Esteemed Star Jennifer says, today is my birthday. Wow, congratulations and happy birthday to you. Esteemed Sister Rufo says, today is my nephew's 17th birthday. His name is Josen Alofoji. Happy birthday to your nephew. Mm. If you are connecting for, with us for the first time, please would like to meet with you. Please come to the chat room, say who invited you and where you are connecting from. As things Mutita says, today is my friend's birthday. Her name is Malabu. Happy birthday to your friend. The same Stachinia says, today is my friend's birthday. Nelson, happy birthday to your friend. The same sister Abigail says, today is my friend's birthday. Deborah Kim. Happy birthday to your friend. God's blessings now and always. Do we have first time today? If you are connecting with us for the first time, we are waiting to meet you at the chat room. Please come say your name. We invited you. Thank God. Thank you so much, Esteem Personal Year. Happy birthday to all the celebrants for today. Um mostly people from our loved ones, except for Sister Jennifer, Maumela. Um, I'd like us to especially pray for Sister Jennifer. Um, recently, she lost some loved ones. Um, they were involved in an accident and um, um, they all passed on. And um, I want us to pray for her and by extension, her family. Sister Jennifer, can you raise your hand so I can make you a co-host? Um, we're going to declare words concerning her, her life, the life of her family as a whole. There are things that have happened before now that um, they're not very pleasing. They are not something that um, should be for a Christian. But we understand, you know, even in the message for yesterday, Pastor was still talking about the fact that the reason for the outpouring of the Spirit is so that you can change anything at any point in time. He said, if your life is going in a direction you don't like, he said, change it. So before we pray, 
um, I'll just give Sister Jennifer a minute to talk to us. Sister Jennifer, what exactly would you want us to pray about? We want to pray for you. We want to pray for your family. But I want you to be specific. What do you want to see? Because I want you to come back in few weeks, in few days, in few months to say this has happened. This has happened. This has happened just as we prayed. So this is what the Lord is doing for you today as your birthday gift. So can you please unmute and share with us? Good morning, everyone. Uh, thank you so much, esteemed Sister Maka. I'm really grateful. Uh, on the 6th of September, then we had uh, an accident that killed 10 people. And then uh, on uh, Sun Monday, Sunday last week, I lost uh, an aunt. Uh, then that was uh, a journey that I've been going through. I've been going through the, the funerals. I've been going through so much. Then I would like you to pray for me so that I can be able to strengthen, I can be able to be strengthened and uh, I'll be back in, in, in the things of God. Though I was listening to the word, but I was not listening the way I wanted to listen because I was so, I was so, I was so, in, I was so traumatized in my heart because of the people that I love. And then, I, I think that's what I wanted. And I would like you to pray for me for more jobs. Then I, I think that's what I want. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Tina. I would like all of us to omit at this moment and speak words, declare words to her family. <laughs> Hallelujah. There's someone here. You've lost a loved one before. 
and it affected you a lot. But the Lord helped you and he comforted you. I hear my spirit comfort with the comfort wherein you have been comforted. I want you to lift your hand. I want you to lift your hand so that you can pray. You are the one that is to declare words concerning Sister Jennifer. Because the comfort, the Lord can, the Lord wants you to pass it. All right, esteemed Sister Lovett, please go ahead. In one minute, please. Sister Jennifer, a few years ago, I died early and God rescued me three times. At one time, an angel was stationed in my room, warning me not to think too far because I was passing gradually into mental realm, the, the mental uh, uh, aspect. So I would pass out in my room. I would so I can't tell you what I was doing. The only thing I, I thank God for is that the, when I go mad, it was it happened in my room and then I will gain consciousness back. So that happened for a while. And when that didn't work, God had to come down by himself. I actually attempted suicide. And before I said, let me go get the knife, because it took me two weeks. I was trying, I was looking for a gun. I didn't know any bad friend. I didn't even know anybody with wayward. So how do I get a gun? And so the gun didn't work, but that's what I wanted. I didn't want what we call uh, a pia pia or something, the sniper. I didn't want that because I felt like if you want to die, die way, we shouldn't be all that suffering. So the best option I had was knife. But before I went to the kitchen to pick the knife, I said, let me pray. So I just said, God, get ready. I'm coming to meet you. And then he came down and he said, are you not the one who have been saying that you will not die, you will not taste dead? Now you want to kill yourself. Does it make sense? Don't you have respect for your word anymore? So what I will tell you this morning is, what have you been saying to yourself? God is saying, don't you have respect for yourself anymore? There are some declarations that you have declared before now. Hold on to it. He is reminding you of your own words because he brought my own words against me. He said, you said you will not die. Now you want to kill yourself. Is that not a contradiction? Do you have respect for your own words? I say, yes, I do. But this one is, is bigger than the declaration. And then we started arguing. So the last point that God used to win me is, if you take your life now, what gives you the assurance that you and your sister will be in the same place? How are you sure that if you die now, that she'll be able to see you or you'll be able to see her. And that just broke me. I said, wow. So you mean that I can actually waste this my life because the goal has to be achieved. And God made it clearly to me that you may not achieve that goal. You may either not be able to see her or she will not be able to see you. So at I the end of the day, death is pointless. And that was when I gave up that suicide mission. So God will be with you. Amen. Have you used your own mouth to say that is your strength? Whatever declaration respect your own word. And the last part, too, I'm also saying it to you. If you grieve, because I grieved so much that I was dying in my own room. If I wake up in the morning, I have to pinch myself to make sure that I'm in this earth because I learned both uh, earth is a reflection of the, you know, the afterlife. So I have to be sure that my life. I will pinch myself, touch the wall, touch cutting, and then when I now know that my life, I will now 
wake up. So I wasn't even sure when I wake up in the, the next day if I'm, I've transcended or I'm still here. So if you grieve yourself to death, that loved one that you're doing it for, just like me, you may not be able to see that loved one and the loved one may not be able to see you. So your death will be a waste. So do not kill yourself. Just the Lord will comfort you. Angels will minister to you. They'll be stationed in your room to comfort you day and night in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much, esteemed sister. I love it. Sister Connell, a quick one. I want you to declare words. My mic was off. Oh, thank you, Spirit of God, because you're in heart. You're in heart 24 7, the only one who never leaves. Thank you, because it's an awakening of that consciousness and her spirit in the name of Jesus. She's never found wanting in the name of Jesus. The comfort overwhelms her. There's peace, even in the chaotic moment, oh God. We thank you, Lord, because yes, you strengthen her. And her faith will not fail. The love that she has for you will not die. There's a continuous burning and zeal for you, God, in her heart, oh Lord Jesus. Because she depends on you completely, even in this moment. No one else, nowhere else should take strength from but you, oh God. Because you're reliable, God. We thank you, Father. We give you all the praise for her life. is continuously going from glory to glory. There is no downturn with you. No matter the situation, it's upward and forward always. In the name of Jesus, the grace and peace of God remains with her in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, sister. Amen. Amen. Thank, Thank you. you so much, Sister Cornell. Um, sister Jennifer, you received those words. You are comforted and you are strengthened. Um, anyone who has a word for Sister Jennifer, you can pause me privately and then you have um, the opportunity to talk to her. Praise God. Um, come to the end of the devotion for today and thank you for your patience thank you for praying for sister jennifer and her family and thank you for yielding to the word praise god all right can we all unmute and share the benediction Thank <laughs> you.